Hello, hello, hello. I'm Janessa Prudholm, wife, mom, Jesus lover, and your podcast host. You're listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast. This podcast has converted with me from new age to Christian, and the goal here is to help you grow in your faith through Bible studies, testimonies, and real life experiences. At the end of each episode, I sprinkle on a faith-based entrepreneur tip, helping you expand the kingdom through your business. So ex-New Agers, newborn Christians, mamas, entrepreneurs, and those who want to grow in their faith, you have come to the right podcast. Say a prayer, grab your drink of choice, and let's get growing. Hi guys, today I'm going to have my friend Jen on who used to be a psychic and Jesus saved her from the new age and she is going to share her testimony. So here she is. Hey everybody, Uh, my name is Jen and uh, just like our friend here said, I have been radically saved by Jesus Christ, his amazing grace for eight and a half years and Jesus did rescue me out of the pit, literally. Um, I was in the occult, I was in the new age. And of course, at the time, I didn't know that, uh, we didn't call it the new age. We just did it. And here's my testimony. I started having visions at a young age. I was a child oppressed for sure. It was very acceptable in my home to talk about, uh, ghosts and psychic things and demons. My great aunt was a medium. And I truly believe that's how the door was opened, just to being acceptable in my home and talking about it. And anytime something would happen, I mean, we believe there was paranormal activity going on in my home. And I started getting visions at the age of 12. And at 13, mom had a tarot card reader in the home. And I always say, I'm never throwing mom under the bus. Okay, that's mom. She was deceived. She didn't know, but she did have a tarot card reader in our house. And it was the type of thing where you got a reading like every um, short readings, 15 minute readings, tarot card readers do that psychic mediums do that. It's a group reading and it's individuals on individual basis. And I was 13 and there wasn't anything massively profound about what she told me, but what she told me rang true. And that was so intriguing to me. How did that woman know that? How did those cards know that? You know, and with my interest, I started seeking more and more of that. And the more I sought it out, the more I actually started to receive. So we ended up as teenagers, my sister and I, she's a couple of years older than me. And she first got a deck of tarot cards. I uh, followed her with that. I got a deck of tarot cards as well. And we, we would read each other. And to be honest with you, she was more into reading the book to do like the card layouts and, hey, ask a question and, and stuff like that. And I already, they, they were already, when I mean they, it's demonic. This is where it's all coming from. Those evil spirits and unclean spirits were already communicating with me. So I didn't look at a book and try and make a format with these cards. I didn't really need to. It's a tool of divination. So the evil spirits were already just communicating me. So I could throw cards out or you could throw cards out, but the communication is coming from demons. That's where it's coming from. And they know things and they see things all the time. Um, 
however, having I just want to say, having said that, those layouts and those books for tarot cards and any other tool of divination are automatically written. They're channeled by demons. So a person is channeling it, writing the book, and that's where you come up with it anyway, because those are, again, just tools of divination. I'm sorry, I'm always teaching about this, so forgive me. But um, anywho, as I went on from that, I started going into astrology, numerology, dabbling. I would dabble in it. My sister would dabble in it. She would get the book. She'd be reading it up. We would do charts. I started seeing fortune tellers, more tarot card readers, and eventually psychic mediums. I would have astrology charts done, numerology charts done, um, clairvoyant readings. And, and this was, it, it, it was always where I went when I wanted knowledge, if I wanted some sort of peace, if I wanted some sort of comfort. Um, and certainly later on, if I wanted to connect with somebody that had died because I believed that the psychic medium was talking to my deceased loved ones. And, and that's the whole idea, right? A medium in between um, here and death, really. So what happened was probably my um, later, later, later teens, early 20s, a lot more supernatural activity started happening in my life. Um, demons really started to, I mean, they really had me at this point, you know, I was all in and they started touching me and um, I got thrown off the chair in, we had this, uh, we used to call it the computer room. I lived with my mom and dad and I was on the chair and I was literally just thrown off the chair. And it was shocking because, I mean, well, obviously it's shocking. And my dad even heard it and he, he Jenny, you okay? What's going on? I said, dad, I just was thrown off the chair. And he goes, you know, he was like creeped out and I'd be on the treadmill and I would feel them like touching me on my hands and my really getting my attention. See, and then I started to see um, unclean spirits or what people would call ghosts or familiar spirits. Okay. So of course, what did I do? I went to the psychic medium to see what was going on. And she said, you're a medium and they are talking to you. They're trying to communicate with you. You know, they being dead people, spirit guides, ascended masters, you know, all of these, um, all of these, you know, what, what the new age believes, you know, that's what they believe. That's who you believe you're communicating with. And of course you're not. So she gave me the business card of somebody to go take her divination class. Yes, a divination class. It's not psychic university. It's a, it's a class or a group where you go in and you go through guided meditation. You, um, you open yourself up and you're with all other people uh, that are like-minded. So some are like doing crystal healings, energy healings, tarot cards, whatever. And here I am now opening up to communicate with what I thought were dead people. So I was going to be the psychic medium. That's what I believed. And that's what they told me. And sure enough, that is what happened, except I wasn't talking to dead people. I was talking to demons. I just didn't know. And I honestly wanted to help people. I had a compassion in my heart for people that were struggling with loss, people that were struggling. People wanted to know things. They wanted to know when they were going to get married, have children, all this kind of stuff. So I end up out of that 
divination class with business cards in my hand, professional psychic medium, never posted it on a website. I don't work technology very well. I never did any of that. My business was word of mouth. I became the elite in the in that group anyway, of, of that divination group pretty quickly and rolled with some other Long Island mediums here and won't mention any names this time. Um, but, you know, we, you know, this is what we did. And, and the clients, I would have their name and their phone number and sit in front of them. And that was all I, I had. That was the only information I had. And they would come into my home and I was doing these readings in my home and I was a single mom. So I had, I was demonically oppressed for years of my own life. And then now communicating with these demons, they were in my home, oppressing my daughter, my young child and my parents, certainly. And I would start reading and I started reading these people and that went on for a, a, the better part of 10 years until that day when Jesus I met Jesus for the first time ever in my life. And I was raised culturally Catholic. So, I mean, I had heard about Jesus. I didn't have a faith in Jesus. I never followed Jesus. Um, as a matter of fact, I was always afraid to die, which seems a little odd for the psychic medium thinking, hey, the other side, you know, uh, you know, looking back, it's, it's interesting to me because without Jesus, uh, we don't have any firm foundation. We have no anchor. So you really are out there subject to fear and confusion and doubts and everything else, um, you know, lost at sea. So I had endured a trauma and I cried out to Jesus at the age of 36 years old. And I didn't cry out to a deceased person. I didn't cry out to a spirit guide or my usual troops, you know, angels, or whoever I believed I was speaking with. I called out to Jesus Christ and he showed up. He really, he really showed up, but I still didn't understand what that meant. So that was kind of like my first maybe step of faith or, you know, my, you know, my spirit crying out to him and he was there and he showed up, but I didn't know what it meant. So when I started coming, uh, time passed, but I didn't want to be a psychic medium anymore after that experience. So I know the Holy spirit was doing something, because there had to be a conviction there. Something was just like, I don't want to do my job anymore, but I don't know why. And I found myself going to my mom's church and like sitting in the garden and just, you know, like, what is all this? Um, what am I doing? And the thing is that it was my livelihood, psychic mediumship. It was, it was all that I knew. I was so deceived by it. As time passed, I did go back to doing my job. I did go back to doing readings. And um, I, I bet you that's when the Holy Spirit was like, okay, enough of this, Jen. We, <laughs> hello, you know. So um, one day I met up with an old friend of mine. Not that she was actually an old friend. I, I would read her family. I read her. I met her in the divination group. And she was coming over for dinner. And she sat, she came over and she starts telling my husband and I about Jesus and how she started going to this church and it's awesome. And um, would we like to go with her? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. I'm like, like what? You know, it, it, looking back again, it, it just seems like that 
the evil spirits that were communicating with me and that were oppressing me um, definitely didn't want me having anything to do with church, the Bible, or Jesus. That's for sure. So I said no. My husband said yes. And he went that Sunday with her to that church. And he wasn't saved that day, but he started praying for me to come to the church with him. And four weeks later, that morning, I woke up and I'm like, Jay, I want to go to that church with you today. I want to go. And he's like, okay. You know, he was so excited. Okay. This was a whole new experience for me though, because I was used to Catholic mass. Not that I attended on a regular basis, of course. Like I said, I was culturally Catholic. The holidays were more about the Italian food or Italian. So it was more about food and gathering and festivities, you know, uh, but I was used to a, a Catholic mass. So I go into this Bible-based church and people, you know, have their arms up and they're worshiping the Lord and they're singing and all of a sudden I'm like, what is going on here? You know, um, but I liked it. I definitely liked it. But one of the lyrics on a song that came on was Jesus saved me. And I could cry though. When I started, when I sang that lyric, I literally flashed back to the moment months prior when I cried out to him that one day. And all of a sudden, it was like, I just knew it was him, that he was the one who was there with me in that room. He was the one who saved my life physically. He was the one who saved me eternally. It was, it was just, um, it was so miraculous and amazing. I started crying. I started crying and I know the Holy Spirit secure, you know, securely came in. He was in my heart and we left that church and you know, I stayed for the whole thing, the sermon and everything. I liked it. And now I'm like, especially, whoa, what is all this? Right. And I go home and the first thing, and it wasn't like I planned this. I calculated it. This was Holy Spirit led. I went to Google and I searched, what does the Bible say about psychic mediums? And it was one of those uh, websites like open Bible that I don't know what it's called, something like that, like a hundred verses, but it was Deuteronomy 18, really nine to 13, but in 10 to 12, he says, he says in that passage, when you go into the land, the Lord, your God has given you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. You shall not, you know, burn your, your son or daughter or for them up as a sacrifice. Witchcraft, mediums, do not practice or consult divination, medium. And he said the word medium, at least in the ESV, right? Um, and the NIV. And I think I was looking at, I don't know, NIV maybe, but, and I saw a medium and I was like, he's talking to me. Now I know nothing about walking with God at this point. I know nothing about Christianity really. And now we realize, of course, that is how God speaks to us through his word. But I was a medium and he's talking directly to me. And he said, you shall not practice this. You, it's abominable. He hates it. So wait a minute, God. It's like, I've been doing this for years of my life. So I would, you never gave me this. This was never a gift from you, God. Okay. Okay, wow. Another verse that I saw was 
when Jesus said to pick up your cross and follow me. And so despite the fact that I didn't truly or fully understand what was happening um, in those moments, I just knew that I was going to follow Jesus Christ. That was my choice to follow Jesus Christ. And I called my husband and I said, I have to quit my job. And he goes, whoa, don't be so hasty, Jen. True story. <laughs> don't be so hasty. And he goes, why don't we make an appointment with that pastor um, from the church? So I'm like, fine, we can make an appointment with the pastor. But I knew, I knew that God was saying not to do it and I shouldn't be doing it then. So um, that was the beginning of the rest of my life. That was eight and a half years ago. And we did make an appointment with the pastor. We did see him. I never did another reading again. I walked away. And I was, um, something people ask a lot is, well, how did you just turn it off? How did you just stop hearing? Um, what did you do with your abilities, you know? Um, I made a choice to follow Jesus and not to serve the evil one anymore. It's not a gift from God and you have the ability to choose where you're gonna go. Now, does that mean it just instantaneously turns off? No, I had to start walking in the victory of Christ. I had to start praying. I didn't know the ins and out of spiritual war, spiritual battle. I was afflicted one day in the very beginning, I was getting counseling from um, a pastor at this church and I'm sitting in the church, he was doing the sermon. And he was a uh, junior pastor, so he wouldn't normally do the sermons. Uh, this was just like a few weeks later. And I'm sitting in the church and that, uh, that sense came over me, like when I used to um, get ready to do a reading and I started receiving information about the pastor. Now the demons know that I was seeing him on Tuesdays for counseling. They knew what they were doing. They were trying to scare me. They didn't like the fact that I walked away and Tuesday came and I went and I told Pastor Jonathan everything that happened. And he said, I'm not going to lie, it hit a nerve, but we do not and we will not glorify the evil one and we will not give him the attention he is seeking. And he, and he helped me, you know, to put on the full armor, to start praying, um, to fast if uh, you're oppressed by uh, demonic activity or spiritual war. I mean, we do, there is a spiritual battle going on. We know that from Ephesians 5, 12, we don't wrestle with uh, flesh and blood. Right. Um, so it's important for us to know to do that. So it's not that you have this beautiful gift from God of psychic mediumship is that you're communicating with demons. And that's why the information is accurate. They are fallen angels. They are evil spirits, familiar spirits. Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And it's no wonder his servants would do the same. Second Corinthians 11, 14 and 15. So an angel is a messenger. So they're going to tell you things that sound good, that feel good, that seem good. They're going to tell you things that are familiar to, do, to you, these familiar spirits. It's going to seem like your mom, your dad, even your child. And it's not. And in our flesh, I always say grief must be the hardest, I think, emotion to deal with um, in the flesh. So people get so tempted to stay connected to the people that they've lost. 
And that's where they get this foothold, where psychic mediumships, uh, psychic mediums, I'm sorry, gets, gets this foothold. The enemy gets a foothold. And, um, and I know I'm a little distressed. The baby is so cute. So, <laughs> so um, I, I, I share my testimony um, to expose the fruitless deeds of darkness, Ephesians 5.11, and let you know that psychic mediumship is not a gift from God. And if I hadn't accepted the work on the cross, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I left this world and I died as a psychic medium, I would not have ever been with God. I would have been eternally separated from God. Every time you go for a reading, you get intrigued. You think about crit, they're pushing out crystals, chakras, tarot cards, even horoscopes. It's not entertainment. It opens demonic doors. That's who you're talking to. And when I say, like I did in the beginning, Jesus literally saved me from the pit. That's where I was. And that's where I was going to be forever without him. I'm eternally thankful uh, for that. So now, um, over the course of the eight and a half years of being saved and walking with our Lord, um, he has opened many doors for me, shut doors also. And um, I've really been through it, man. Let me tell you guys, you will, you will go through many trials. Uh, being saved by Jesus Christ is the most amazing thing ever. It's eternal life, right? Uh, it doesn't mean life is a piece of cake. Jesus said, we're going to have troubles here but to take heart because he overcame the world, right? We're still in the world. So lots of things uh, were thrown at me and I just stayed obedient to our Lord. I stood firm and I want to encourage anybody to do the same because um, God really does bless that, but he provides for us. We have him through prayer, through his word and our brothers and, and sisters in Christ. And uh, so just a couple of years ago, I was introduced to something called TikTok, uh, an app that a lot of people are very familiar with, I'm sure. And uh, which I think a lot of people thought were, was for kids, maybe, I don't know. But my daughter, she did introduce me to it. She must've been about, I guess, 19 at the time. And um, my cat was at the end of his life. So I was spending a lot of time taking care of him. So she was like, hey, mom, let me download this app for you. You can watch these videos. It's so funny and this, that, and the other. And she did. And I'm watching. I'm like, this is, this is so cool. I want to do it. And so I did. I was making like these pet videos because I had my pets. And God put this nudging on my heart. Uh, okay, Jen great with the pet videos, but now let's start praying. Now start praying, start reading the word of God, start testifying. And he actually uses, God uses people, right? He uses us to help one another. And it was my daughter's friend who actually said, Jen, you really need to post what happened to you, your testimony. I'm like, who is this person? This is a, this is a young lady. I'm like, okay, I posted it. I deleted it. I posted it again. I delete, I was so nervous. I deleted it again. The next time I posted it, I left, I left it. And um, I think that video ended up getting something like over a hundred thousand something views. God uses our testimonies. And that was the very beginning of my TikTok road. Um, and I say that because along the way I had a lot of learning to do. Um, 
and God was really working in my life and on my heart. And that led to me uh, publishing my testimony from Psychic to Saved. Um, I had wanted to do that in 2016. God shut the whole thing down. I was using the self-publishing company and they went bankrupt. So basically they stole my money and they couldn't pay it back. And that was it. Everything was done. And I said, you know what? Okay. Obviously, because God allowed it. God allowed that to happen. So it wasn't the time. God's time is always the right time. Always the best time and the right time. And sure enough, just a couple of years, um, a year and a half ago, October, um, you know, a year and a half ago, I published From Psychic to Saved. And that's uh, my testimony. My first account on TikTok ended up getting banned, which happens a lot. We see that a lot, especially with Christian content. Um, and it's okay. I, I was definitely upset. I was tired. But a couple of months later, I started another one. And it has become my full-time ministry. I go on TikTok Live, it's called, <laughs> Monday to Friday, around 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I expose the new age. I read the Bible. And I pray with and for other people. And we're on there for a couple of hours, sometimes three hours. And um, it's been amazing. It has been truly, truly amazing. And of course, I share my videos on Instagram. And now I'm working on the YouTube thing. I'm not, I'm not great with YouTube. I don't love it. But um, people have been asking me to do kind of like what I'm doing on TikTok, do a little bit of that on YouTube. So I just started that. So definitely support your sister you know, on YouTube, uh, reading the Bible and explaining um, the passages and dealing with topics. But I also interview people with uh, their testimonies coming out of the new age. So we continue to expose the new age deception and, um, and testify and share the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news. Amazing. So amazing how Jesus has completely changed your life. Um, I love how at the beginning you shared that you were in the new age and you didn't know. And I think the, the most, one of the most important things is hearing testimonies of people who are in the new age and they don't know, because I had no idea I was in the new age. When, um, I heard my cousin's testimony, that's what Jesus used to save me. She talks about paganism and witchcraft and, um, and she said it was new age stuff. And I was like, what is new age stuff? Like I had to literally search on Google, like what is new age? I've never heard of this. And then when I searched it, I was doing all the things. Um, so it's amazing how Jesus will save you from stuff like that. Even if you don't know you're in it. And it's amazing how he completely changed your life. You went from living one life to now living a totally different life. And it's, it's amazing. Every time I hear a testimony, I, I'm just like, it just really strengthens uh, my faith. And I really hope, hope this testimony helps other people. Um, I know it already is helping other people, but the people that listen on my podcast. Um, and also I have friends and family who are still into this kind of stuff. And I just pray they listen to this episode and they hear your story because you were really in it and say, wow, okay. I, I didn't know what I was messing with and it's, it's not the right side and it's not okay. And, and this can mess with my children. Um, this messes with my life. This can mess with my mental health. Um, it's, it's scary also to think that, um, you could have lived your whole life without God. 
separated from God. That's terrifying. So yeah. So thank you so much for sharing your testimony. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I I was just going to say, I echo your prayer. I I pray, I'll pray for your uh, viewers and anybody in your family, if they're still stuck in any of this. And if any of you are um, connected to people that are still practicing um, new age, uh, you know, new age practices, practicing new age practices, you know, what I mean? <laughs> if, you're still, if you're still engaging with any of that crystals, chakra balancing, Reiki, yoga, tarot, astrology, numerology, fortune telling any of that, please know that it's not from God, but you, you can pray, you can pray for your loved ones. And um, prayer is very powerful. People were praying for me. I didn't even know that. People were actually praying. My husband's parents were praying for us on a regular basis. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Lord. But yeah, you can pray for them. And definitely um, pray that God would open the door for you to have those conversations with them or share the testimony or share um, a video with somebody. That would be great. Yeah. Don't ever give up, though. Don't ever give up hope. Yeah. Yeah. Praise Jesus. If there was a place, if someone wanted to contact you or see your content, where can they find you? What is your name on everything? Um, You can reach me on TikTok at X Psychic Saved. Um, (laughs) E-X, I don't know if you could spell it for people when you're doing it, but it's X Psychic as in X, like behind E-X, Psychic Saved. Um, There are a lot of false, oh, hi. There are a lot of, (laughs) oh my goodness. There's a lot of false accounts being made about me. So, um, yeah, lots of them, you know, it, it's happening to a lot of people. So I know it's not just me, but yeah, it's terrible. And they're trying to monetize. They're stealing my, um, my book cover, which is a copyright infringement. And they are writing to people, messaging people, asking them if they want readings, trying to monetize. So guys, that's not me. I am X psychic saved, um, on TikTok. It'll, it'll be the one with the 50, 52,000 followers, and I'm only saying, or subscribers, only because the other ones don't have that. So you can differentiate that way. On um, Instagram, I'm also X Psychic Saved. YouTube is Jen X Psychic. I keep everything very similar because I'm I'm getting up there. I'm 45, and I, I struggle remembering usernames. So, um, and then of course, I always make myself available. Just give me a little bit of grace on timing. Hey guys, so I had to cut it short there because my baby hit his head on the desk and he started screaming and I'm sure you guys did not want to hear that. But um, the end was just Jen sharing how you can contact her and I'm going to put all the information in the show notes. So check it out. Um, Contact her if you have questions or you just want to, you know, tell her some information, give her some feedback check out her TikTok, check out her Instagram. She has some great content. And please share this with your friends and family. Please share this with people who are still in the new age, who go to psychics, who are doing the crystals and the Reiki and the yoga and the meditation and all these things. Please, if you don't feel comfortable sharing it right to them, share it on your social media. You never know what kind of seeds you are planting. This is all to glorify God. This is to save people, to um, help plant those seeds. And remember, God is the one who waters them. And sometimes people need to hear the gospel more than once. I heard this thing the other day. It's like most people hear the gospel and they aren't saved right away. Sometimes they need to hear it more than once. We need to plant a few seeds and God waters those seeds. So keep sharing. 
keep talking with your friends and family and God bless you all. I hope you guys have the best day ever.